What's up, everybody? Welcome to our podcast, Couldn't Make This Up If I Tried. I'm La Chancla. And this is Yesi. We are two first-gen Latinas. Chismeando about mental health and wellness. Keeping it lighthearted while, while keeping, keeping it real. On this episode, we'll be talking about our new normal as we navigate the changes and challenges that COVID-19 has brought. We also want to highlight Women's History Month as we talk about the women that have made a difference in our lives. Hello everyone, this is Yesi and La Chancla, and thank you for joining us today. I couldn't make this up if I tried. You know, it's been quite the last few days. Right. What a time. What a time to be alive. Right. <laughs> what a time for us to start a podcast. <laughs> I know. I think, um, you know, we have been talking a little bit about just everything that's been going on and kind of how it has really impacted us um, and just our world around us in general, right? Right. Um, um, I think uh, before we started recording, we're kind of reflecting on like the last episode, which was our first episode and kind of what's happened since. Um, I think we're each going to share a little bit about a, a, a little recap about what's been going on with us since then, because obviously we'd have to, we've had to adjust pretty quickly. Um, as you all know, when we put out our last episode, it was probably close to a month out. Um, we're nearing a month here um, soon. But um, that day that we actually put it out, um, something I talked about with um, Yesi as well as, you know, other friends and family that had listened to um, the episode was that on that day that we like finally like released it, um, I actually was dealing with some grief of my own. Um, and it was really crazy to, it was really ironic and just really weird. It was a lot of emotions. Um, so right after that, I kind of, I took off to, uh, Long Beach to be with family. Um, we lost, uh, my tia, um, who was a really big part of my life. Um, uh, but you know, making it out of that. And then of course, fast forward to after those five days, we come home to this everything is literally you know backwards for everyone not even backwards it's just like all shaken up so we've been trying to adjust to that <laughs> we had you know going from having the access to um the studio we were recording at with our friend that was helping us out to um we are sitting in front of our laptops talking to each other <laughs> right and so this is very very new i think to us we're just gonna try to give it a shot and kind of make the best out of it i think um you know as la chancla said i think it has really impacted us in like in so many ways right but i think also one of the things that we are so thankful for is you guys right i think we you know when we first started we were like all right let's see if it if it takes off and how it takes off and i you know and thankfully has been like really great feedback back and things that we are continuing to learn from but thank you guys for even like listening to us and giving us space in your lives to just be <laughs> and hopefully we can bring a, a few smiles or a lot of smiles to your face or just a lot of laughs because um, we know that these times are really really hard I think for everyone um, and then one of the things that we wanted to talk to you guys about is kind of like how COVID-19 has sort of impacted us um, in our own personal lives. Um, I think for us, since uh, La Chancla and I work together, um, and unfortunately it puts us out of our own work uh, for a little while. Um, initially it was until the end of uh, March. And, you know, I was okay with that because I was like, yeah, the end of March, that's fine. Like we have spring break anyway, so it'll be a good break for the kids and a good break for us. And now we are, you know, um, unfortunately, well, because of everything that's going right, um, going on, uh, we're out until April 28th. Um, so it's just been like a little roller coaster, right? I think with a lot of our emotions, um, as you guys uh, heard in our last episode, I get to work a lot with kids um, like every day. Um, and so that's been kind of like hard for me because I'm always worried about the kids and how they're doing and um, just about their mental health. Um, mm -hmm. But also trying to put into perspective that, you know, that there is only so many things I have control of and really just trying to focus on the things that I do have control of and I'm trying to live in this virtual world. 
right? Yeah. Like even like holding uh, space for meetings on Google Hangouts or Zoom or any other way, uh, FaceTime that we can communicate with our friends and family. Um, and I think in some ways that has been like really helpful, at least on my end. Um, and also spending a lot more time with my parents. Um, you know, they're getting a little bit older and, um, you know, I, I think um, I've gone so used to like, always being busy and doing things in my own personal life that sometimes I do forget that, you know, that I, my, again, my parents are getting older and sometimes just really taking for granted, like just even able, being able to hang out with them. And I think that has put things into perspective. So I'm seeing a lot of them. Um, I mean, a lot of, a lot more of them <laughs> lately, which is not a bad thing. Um, and I, and I actually love it because I am getting to spend a lot more time with them. But also, in some ways, it could also be a bad thing for me because growing up, right, I was always like head to head with my parents and fighting over things that are really maybe not so significant now. Um, so trying to also kind of hold space for myself and, you know, like recognizing when I'm feeling anxious and when I'm like feeling angry or upset and that it has nothing to do with them. So um, definitely learning a lot about myself <laughs> with my parents and my sister, but they've been amazing. They've been great. And even taking me in, right? Cause I live on my own. So just being able to spend more time with them and not be isolated has been super helpful. How about yeah. for you, Chakla? How has it been for you? It's been I think it was hard to come back to because uh, it was like dealing with everything I was dealing with with my family. And then um, I didn't get to see anyone like from work or even friends or anything before they kind of put us on this like, um, I wouldn't say we're tech, like on a lockdown, but we, we are, you know, a lot of places are closed, um, which I think is smart, just the way that um, everything is kind of going. <clears throat> and this virus is like ridiculous and spreading so quickly, but I've definitely had my days. I think, um, I mean, I mentioned in the last episode how, <laughs> how I worry and how I'm super anxious. And actually when you guys are listening to this, the day before this, yes, he, and I were supposed to get working on the episode, but I had one of the roughest days. And I think it was everything like she was talking about was just thinking a lot about like our kids. Um, and if I'm going through it as an adult this way, I can only imagine what they're going through. Um, I am a little bit of a hypochondriac. So I've tried my best to stay off of like, um, the symptoms, everybody, you know, is posting, Oh, don't ignore this. You know, these symptoms just because I do have seasonal allergies and especially when I travel too I think I don't know if it's something about being on a plane but every time I come back I always kind of come back a little bit different I suffer from chronic pain um which always makes me feel like I have quote-unquote flu-like symptoms so you know i i don't want to be reading into a ton of that so being mindful of like things people send me or like even looking like I choose I really have had to like pick and choose what I'm giving my attention to because um, I I want to be able to uh, stay sane, <laughs> which has been kind of rough um, for me who's somebody that's a spinner. Um, so I've been very thankful for my friends and my family and Yessie, who's always kind of <laughs> been somebody that um, when I do spin, knows how to spin me back in. <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, like she was saying, it's, it's, I mean, I'm used to being home with my family because I live with them, but it, it's like a different level of everyone's home all the time. You know, the person who's the person, he's not a person, but somebody who's super benefited from this has been my little puppy, El Buki. And yes, I named him after El Buki from Los Buki. <laughs> <Hell> yeah. <laughs> um, he he loves it he was I, I actually I don't know if you'll be able to hear him or not but you can hear my mom I can hear my mom and my brother baby talking him and like he's crying because he can hear me but he can't see me because I'm up here working in my room um but little things like that I think that uh Yessi and our other team because we have like a team of of um, ladies at work that work with um a, a group that we supervise um that we're advisors for uh Yessi had a good idea the other day on our zoom uh on our zoom meeting <laughs> uh recording a little message for them and that felt really nice um to be able to to let them know hey like you're going through it we're going through it we're gonna get through it um yeah, it's something that is going to take a lot of adjusting. Um, and, and I'm, you know, I'm taking it day by day like everybody else. So here we are. 
Right. And I think even normalizing those feelings, right? Because I think, um, I mean, we've definitely both, I think, been in touch with a lot of our friends. A lot of our friends are also kind of going through the same anxieties or maybe anxieties are seeing like, um, you know, that they're, they've been hyped up a little bit more because of everything that has been happening. And then I think even like talking about it, that it's okay to feel those things, right? I mean, I've definitely been feeling a lot more of that lately. I'm usually a person that kind of keeps my cool and I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, like it'll, it'll pass. It'll be great. I mean, I have the tools, right? Um, but I think I've noticed, and I was telling this to that chunk earlier, I've noticed that like I have been able to not sleep as much um at night I'll wake up like super anxious and kind of like it takes me a little while to kind of like get back um into my routine to just go back to sleep um and you know like I've noticed I've definitely been checking my social media a lot more than I normally do um I work I'm usually like often pretty busy when I don't even get a chance to eat lunch because I'm so busy right um and I think (laughs) that now it's like oh like I have all this free time in my hands or no, yeah, free. Yeah. So free time in my hands. And then I'm like, what do I do with all this time? Like, how do I set up a routine? How do I get myself like not so glued into social media or even um, with the updates that they do like every day uh, with the task force for uh, coronavirus, uh, COVID-19. Right. So it's even like that. How do I keep myself like away from the TV? <laughs> Right. Um, and I think uh, we definitely wanted to address that in this episode, but we also wanted to make the episode something that it was just, an, it, it just wasn't that right. But because um, again, we want to be able to uh, also talk about other things that are, that are important to us. And we know that obviously this is really important and very real and, and just wanted to let you guys know that we're also there with you. Um, and one of the things that I thought that might be helpful to talk about is maybe what are some of the ways that we can um, help uh, like fight or battle this a little bit um, because our mind sometimes is a little bit stronger than we uh, give it credit for. So some of the things that I thought might be helpful is maybe give you a couple of tips that you could try at home uh, with yourself, with your loved ones, um, or you can pass it on. I think one of the things that I would definitely highly recommend, and maybe Chuck, like you're already doing this, or maybe you know people are doing it, but just even trying to get out at least once a day. And that doesn't mean like, I mean, you could go grocery shopping, of course, but maybe like you just want to go take a walk around the park, right? You want to like go in the back like of your yard and then just sit and like just even have some of the fresh air right I think we need to interrupt the routine a little bit of like sitting on our couches and watching tv and watching all these things are happening and as they're evolving but also like being able to take a break from away from that and like maybe um like I know like our school started like this like uh, health challenge so like three days a week I think people are supposed to go work out and kind of log those hours or minutes in that they've been working out. And it's sort of like a way to keep each other accountable. Like, Hey, we're doing out like something to keep ourselves active. Uh, So even like little things like that, right. Maybe between your friends, you could be like, all right, everybody, like we could do a zoom session and we could do like a yoga session or we can do some mindful breathing or whatever it may be. But, um, something that maybe kind of keeps you out and active and um, if you can go out great and if you can't just even doing something in your own home there's tons of like um programs that are providing um like sessions for free um like yoga sessions like aerobics like hit like uh sessions so um those would be great to just kind of explore um definitely one of the other things that i think la chancla had mention a little bit on like staying connected right um like maybe check up on a friend that you haven't heard on in a little while uh maybe set some zoom sessions with your coworkers or your friends uh people that you want to just kind of keep in touch with because uh, you know like I, we know that there's a lot of people that suffer from anxiety from depression and i think with all this pandemic sort of happening um it has kind of like increased that a little bit more for them or even maybe they may not be suffering of that but you you can still get in touch with them right like you can say like hey uh, like I know like this past Sunday like a couple of my social worker friends were like let's do a happy hour <laughs> so every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. we're gonna do like a late happy hour and all of us are gonna get together and just kind of like chat and catch up and see what's going on 
Another thing is like limiting your social media, right? I know that's a really difficult thing to do right now because it's sort of like going down like a rabbit hole, right? You're just like article after article and kind of like, like Chaka was even mentioning earlier, right? We start looking up at symptoms and that's sort of like, right? I mean, you've noticed that. <laughs> it yeah. kind of takes us down like a rabbit hole and then we start focusing on like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that, when in reality we may not be feeling it, right? Um, and, and again, obviously pay attention if you're really feeling those symptoms, like pay attention to those and make sure that you're taking care of yourself. But if you can limit your social media use, uh, you know, try to do it. Maybe like you say, okay, for like three hours, I'm going to put my, and I know that's a lot, <laughs> but you say like for a couple of hours, I'm going to put my phone away. I'm going to really focus on like maybe trying a new project or talking to a friend or going out on a walk or maybe looking up YouTube videos where I can learn how to cook like something that I've been wanting to learn to cook for a while. Um, the other thing that we talked about in the previous episode was like focusing on the things that you control versus the things that we have no control over, right? So think about that circle. Um, there's a lot of things in our inner circle that we can control, um, even though right now it probably doesn't feel that way. <laughs> but focus on the things that you can control, right? Like reaching out to people, like how you're doing your self-care, um, you know, kind of making sure that you're doing that. Um, and obviously like if things are feeling like so real and you're so like strong and you're like, I just need to reach out for help, reach out to help, right? There is a hotlines um, that you can talk to people uh, about how you're feeling. Um, I know that there's a lot of like therapists are now doing telehealth, which is basically a check-in, um, like sort of like Zoom or kind of like uh, FaceTime that you get to do with your therapist and then you get to check in and kind of see how things are going. I know a lot of therapists are doing that now because they cannot go to their offices, right? Um, so even like little things that you can do like that. I think if we find some of those links, we can definitely yeah. like put them right Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, I think psychologytoday.com is a great resource too because it kind of helps you research on your area, like talk about, like, I mean, it, it shows like I think your, uh, your insurance and like kind of like what topic you may uh, want to address, for example, anxiety or depression or ADHD or whatever it may be. And it kind of narrows down which uh, provider um, has the closest to that. Or like if someone that's bilingual, bicultural, something that's important to you, you can narrow it down to that as well. Um, and maybe like uh, starting a new project, maybe I said earlier, maybe there is like something that you have been wanting to work on for a little while, right? I see my neighbors are working on like their yards and like planting and like gardening. I mean, all those things, uh, maybe that's something you could take up on, right? Or, um, you know, like maybe you have an instrument that you're like, oh, I haven't played that for a while. Um, just kind of like keeping yourself busy, right? Um, and definitely sticking to a routine, maybe creating a schedule, especially for those that have kids. Because um, I know that things right now, maybe are a little bit, like emotions are all over the place and sometimes that can be really hard. Um, but maybe like creating a routine, maybe you say, okay, I'm gonna wake up at eight, I'm gonna invite 8.39, I'm gonna have breakfast. Uh, from nine to 10, I'm gonna have, have some time to go exercise, whether I go outside or I, you know, do some yoga at home and maybe uh, from 11 to 12 I'm gonna have some creative time uh, at noon I'm gonna have lunch at one I'm gonna have like more creative time or uh, maybe checking in with someone I haven't checked in with a while so kind of like little things like that that you could do um, obviously don't overpack your schedule either <laughs> definitely have some goals right um but definitely don't feel like stressed out if you cannot complete all those things right i think the intention is like keeping yourself busy and kind of like away from like the thoughts that we may be having um and then just again like making sure that you check in with yourself and kind of assess what it is that you need right like maybe you need to talk to someone um because i know with the social distancing that can be really hard on a lot of people especially for people that may be living alone and maybe they don't have a family member that they could go to, or maybe they can't go over to see their family member because they might be uh, at risk, right? So even considering those things that, you know, check in with your friends, the friends that you're kind of feeling worried about, and even the ones that you're not feeling worried about, uh, just check in on them and kind of like reach out to them. Um, so yeah, those are some of the things that I kind of just wanted to share with you guys. 
That's a great idea. So I feel like I'm going to be definitely taking notes on those. <laughs> um, Flush out my flute and, you know, uh, channel my inner Lizzo because I used to play the flute and I still have it. So <laughs> maybe I'll do that in the next few weeks. There you go. There you go. I can't wait to see that project. <laughs> right? But even like I was telling my sister, I was like, oh, you know what we could do? Because she was like saying, maybe we should create an Instagram and keep people entertained, right? And then I was like, telling um the girls that i had been chatting with our co-workers about the show called nailed it um mm -hmm. and then we, i was telling her like oh why don't we just like look up for makeup tutorials and we had to do our makeup <laughs> and then just post the results right because but and and she was like down for it so maybe we will do that right but like i mean the 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 thing is like that just finding things to keep yourself busy and um not thinking all the time about COVID-19. I know that that's something that's in our life right now. And then there's not much that we can do about it except doing the social isolation <laughs> or what is the social distancing, sorry. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just making sure you wash your hands and kind of follow all those things that we need to do. Um, and really just going out to the grocery store if you need to go to the grocery store or those essential things, obviously. Yeah. Um. I think that uh, the, what was I going to say, the social distancing for somebody who is like me, like me and Yessi, I'm such an extrovert and I do also like retreat inward often, but so like a ton of it is, is hard because that's when I spin. So it's been really great to be able to keep in touch with my friends and checking up here and there. So that definitely helps. We'll probably talk a little bit more about like other things that, you know, have been, um, helpful during this time because I'm sure we'll discover more as we you know progress um so I'm like really hoping that you know sooner rather than later we'll be able to you know resume life as we knew it but for the time being here yeah we and then if there's things that maybe you guys are doing that you're like oh this is such a great idea you guys can always share it with us to amigas for wellness uh so amigas for the number four wellness at gmail.com and then we would definitely share those with you guys also as they come um and then actually getting prepared for the episode we want like initially our thought was gonna we we're gonna talk about uh the international women's month right because this is like the whole month and they should actually be like every day <laughs> yeah. but it's dedicated to the amazing women in our lives and amazing women that have come before us. Um, and one of the things that we were talking about, like, hey, with this whole pandemic happening, um, I know that there had been a whole bunch of articles that I had seen through like the pages that we do follow on Instagram about the person who actually uh, created um, the Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. Thank you. I'm thinking in Spanish right now. I'm thinking in Spanish and English. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, the person who created the uh, the hand sanitizer, her name is Lupe, Lupe Hernandez. And in 1966, she was a nurse, uh, a nurse student from Bakersfield, California. So shout out to people in Bakersfield. Um, and you know, she wanted to kind of create a product that could be more accessible to doctors upon like become, coming in contact with others. And she discovered that she could create this formula that was gel-like, gel form-like, and then it was easy to use. Um, and yeah, La Lupe, La Lupe, se le prendió el foco, and she was like, heck yeah. And she created this amazing product that now um, is a big Sold part out of our everywhere. lives. Sold out everywhere. <laughs> That's right. Thank you, Lupe. <laughs> we we love Lupe for that. Um, but yeah, then um, we have other women, right, that we had talked about, like like AOC, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. Big Hoop Energy. Yes, Big Hoop Energy. Um, you know, like just women that have really just uh, created, like, created an open pathways for a lot of women um, here, like now, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, can you think of other women that have been amazing um, Sandra, or I can think of many. I actually have this like little tradition of my own and I haven't, I haven't bought one in a while, but my brother got me, um, I'm going to try to find it cause it's here nearby. So give me a second. Never mind. It fell behind my <laughs> shelf. It's a book on like, uh, 
I think it's like called Incredible Women or some women in history oh, um, yeah, yeah. in the U.S. But I like gifted some to my nieces. I gifted one to my hija because um, she lives um, kind of far away. But um, I always I'm I feel like since I was really little, just in general, women were. Uh, I mean, like, I, you you could see the struggles that women go through, but I was always, like, from day one, just very um, um, motivated by other women around me to just, like, not feel – I was already – I'm already small, just, like, in general. <laughs> I'm a small human. <laughs> but I always, you know, because of the way that they, like, raised me and brought – or the way I was brought up, I've always just had this, like, really big personality to make up for it. But before we started, I was looking um, – of different articles because I did want to highlight a bunch of different women. And um, I always tell people, I'm like, if there weren't so much math involved, I would have totally been a scientist. I remember being <laughs> like, in second grade and thinking like, I want to be a marine biologist. But I, cause I don't know. I just, biology is like my jam. I always tell the kids at work too. I'm like, there's no way that you can know me and be failing biology. Like come to my office, we'll get to work and we'll do um, our homework. But I was on hip Latina and this article is like a year old, but it highlights seven like different Latina um, scientists. Um, and so when I, in the, you know, it's Helen, Helen Ochoa, sorry, not Helen, <laughs> Helen Ochoa, who um, was the first Latina uh, to be chosen as an astronaut. So she went on a NASA mission. Um, and she, it says that she is the co-inventor on three patents, patents, my bad, dealing with optics. Um, and so there's uh, Ellen. Then there's Idelisa Bonnelly. I don't want to butcher these names, but so I'm going to try really hard. But she's actually a Dominican marine biologist. Um, and it says that she's often referred to as the mother of marine conservation in the Caribbean. Uh, she founded the Institute of Marine Biology and Dominican Foundation for Marine Research. Um, this this next one, I had like a hard time when I was telling Jessica. Miley, I think, is Sanchez. So she uh, was awarded the Presidential Early Career Award for Scientists and Engineers. She's uh, the highest honor given to U.S. scientists and engineers. Um, we have Catherine Barboza Marquez, um, another woman scientist uh, that the BBC named top of her game. Ooh, top of her game. Uh, she specializes in research of bats and... A spe oh, uh, so she found, I guess, a species that was thought to be extinct. Um, Maria Teresa Ruiz, she's Chilean, um, and she got, like, the highest award, uh, the Chile Chile's National Award for Science. Um, let me see. Sabrina Gonzalez, she's a Cuban-American. She, <laughs> okay, so this one was really cool. It says that she's been called the next Einstein, is working on a PhD, focusing on black holes and gravity and space-time. Um, and so so in this article, it says NASA's like ready to give her a job. So you go, Sabrina. Um, and the last one in this article, I believe, is Adriana Ocampo, Adriana C. Ocampo Uria. She's a Colombian-born um, a planetary geologist. Uh, it says that she is the science program manager at NASA. So a lot of ladies in NASA, that's a, that's a really big deal. And it actually makes me think of um, the movie Hidden Figures and when that came out. Um, so I think I just, you know, women in general, we want to celebrate. Um, I just picked scientists for uh, this particular segment, but I think that um, I feel this way. I don't know about Yessi, but I feel very, very fortunate to be around so many what I feel like are women powerhouses just in general um you know from my mom to you know my tia who recently um passed uh she she was a big a big deal and I think she is also like a big reason that I am the way that I am um from you know the time that I was little she took a big part in um in helping raise raise me and the way that my mind goes, but I can think of so many women um, at work, honestly, like I always say this to Jessica, um, I, I'm not a super, I'm not very religious, I was raised Catholic, super Catholic, but I, I do like believe in God and pray often and, and you know, I, I found myself, especially in the, in the last couple of weeks, just kind of reflecting on um, of being a big believer of like things happening for a reason and just thinking back into um, being pushed into this whole world and the mental health space that um, it feels very much like um, like God kind of led me in this path and put all these people 
um, there because I, I, the, the women that I've met, um, the, not just women, but mostly, you know, the influences that I've had in my life in recent years have been, you know, these uh, really, really strong willed, strong minded women. Um, que no se dejan, <laughs> you know, that are uh, definitely, and um, if, if you hear me talk about this, you'll know that I'm talking about you, <laughs> um, but it, it's, it's definitely, um, they've been the most influential, and, and I think that um, when I'm struggling, especially right now in current times, like I often refer back to like, man, you know, I've come from this line of really, really um, just strong women, and I'm super grateful but that's like my little my own little tribute the women of science the women in my life I, one, one thing that's really cool right now is learning to cook um I'm not like the best cook but when I do cook <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie like si me salen buenas las cosas that's true that's true uh, <laughs> but chiles are pretty bomb and but my mom's teaching me to cook and I actually made caldo yesterday it was bomb mm, that sounds yummy but yeah I think um when I think about like uh, just women in our lives, right? I think about you know like 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 Chancla was mentioning about all these great women that came before us, right? Uh, one of the women that I think is kind of like a pretty badass is Sonia Sotomayor, right? She's like the first Latina U.S. Supreme Court justice, uh, which that's pretty amazing, right? Because that's something that is just like, whoo, like, right. Um, another person like Rita Moreno, I don't know if you guys have watched One Day at a Time. Um, it's actually, I think, launching today once again. But she's uh, the first Latina to get the, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, the Pigot, Pigot, or Pigot, <laughs> which is basically a, P, a Peabody, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony Award, which that's pretty, pretty awesome, I think. Um, and not that's something that a lot of people accomplish, but I think that's pretty huge. And I also think about like, you know, my family and like the women that have been part of my, my life and my family. I think about my abuelitas. I think both of my abuelitas were pretty strong in uh, pre-grade, uh, it just their own, um, in their own ways. Um, I know like, for example, my grandma uh, from my dad's side, um, she was like really strong-willed. Um, like, I think she was hard on everyone, but that's because she knew that a lot of us could do a lot more than what we had set our expectation to be. Um, and, you know, like, in her own way, she showed us a lot of love. I think in a lot of ways, because she was really hard, sometimes it was really hard for her to open up and tell us how she felt. But she showed us, like, love in many, many different ways. Um, and then I think about my abuelita that I basically grew up with, like, when I lived in Mexico City. And, you know, my mom um, had to go to work a lot of the time, so my abuelita and my abuelita would always take care of us. Um, and my abuelita, you know, she would, like, again, she was also hard, I think, on all of us um, in many, many ways. But she also took the time to just be caring and loving and kind of do all these other things to kind of help and support us in, in the many ways that she could. Um, and then my mom, right? I mean, my dad was working in the U.S., so she sort of had to become uh, sort of like a single parent for a little while because my dad was a, a farm worker. Um, and she, he was you know, seasonal worker, sorry. So he would, like, travel between Mexico in the U.S. Um, and the times when my dad would be in the U.S., my mom had to take a lot of responsibility basically uh, raising us, right? Um, taking like that big role of like being the dad and the mom. Um, so in a lot of those ways, you know, they, I think a lot of women in our family gave up a lot of like the things that they wanted to do because they wanted to support like their grandkids and their kids in many, many ways. Um, and then like my sister, right? Like she is pretty badass. Um, I think, you know, like I always, I'm always hard on her and she's hard on me, <laughs> but that's, that's just like our sibling thing. Right. But like, no. I mean, she's awesome in many ways, very supportive. I think being the oldest, I think it's really hard for a lot of uh, families, right? Because she's sort of like setting that example and um, you know, like I was the, the, I'm the baby of the family. So I know that I probably didn't have it as hard as she did um, growing up but she was never complaining she just kind of like went with it and like tried the best that she could to just be a, a great big sister and she still is a great big sister right and then she like is like always takes on like big uh big challenges and like you know like even when she's scared she does it and like she does it like so gracefully um and then just like even like our friends are um 
like the women in our lives, I can think of like all the groups of women that are in my life. Like I have my group of friends who are, uh, I call, we call each other the GMS Glam Squad. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and we met through a scholarship that we were blessed to get. And um, even though like now has been many years, we still kind of like keep in touch. And we like, um, usually once a year we schedule like runs like throughout like the country, like last year was San Diego. Um, and like, it's like, every time we meet with each other it's sort of like we just pick up right where we left off um and then like the women that are in that group are pretty amazing um and then like just like co-workers and like people like my cousins I mean like I have a lot of like really amazing women in my life uh, that I'm so grateful for and I think you know like I know that we are in a world that sometimes it's like a, a men led world, <laughs> but I think uh, the women in, in my life ha are pretty like great and pretty badass. And, um, and, you know, like, even though that there's obstacles and then there's a lot of times when I think all of us hit the imposter syndrome, which it'll be another episode, <laughs> uh, you know, like each of us are sort of like there to like lift each other up. If we're right. struggling with something, like people are usually like a text away or a phone call away um, or a visit away where you could just be like, hey, this sort of happened. And where people kind of help ground you a little bit and be like, hey, you know, you, you know this, you know your stuff. Uh, and I think just being able to be supportive of one another, it's a great thing. Right. Definitely um, a shout out to our, our lady circles, right? Because they, they, they are, and just before we got on this um, call, actually, I was, one of my uh, friends texted me and um, she was kind of checking in because she, she knows me too <laughs> and was just kind of wanted to see how I was doing. But you brought up an interesting thing when you brought up Lavane, <laughs> your sister, um, who I love very much too, honestly, super grateful to know her through you. Um, I don't have sisters, you know, so it was always my mom and I um, growing up, like the only two women in the family. And like you mentioned, I'm, I'm the older sibling um, in my, in my case. And I think that um, one of the things that was harder was kind of that, like wanting to have a sister. Right. And now, I mean, I, I don't feel like that anymore um, so much so because I have built such a, you know, big network of um, women that uh, are awesome and have, you know, been really sisterly to me. Um, but uh, I think that uh, I, I want, I did want to kind of, you know, give my brother some props because um, you do, especially in like Latino families, I, I think anyway, we watch our moms or just not even Latino families, anybody who, you know, uh, comes from a very like, uh, patriarchy, right? Like your dad, the father figure is, you know, the boss who's in charge. But we oftentimes, I think, um, witness, you know, the shrinking of our, of the women um, in our families. And I, I feel like um, I'm, I'm grateful to, uh, yes, my dad, you know, but he's still, there are things that he, you know, still does that are very like macho. We come from that machismo background, but I, I, I'm just glad that my mom, you know, did her best to, not shrink, you know, so that it wasn't something that was normal to me. So, you know, I never thought that, you know, what I was doing was too much or um, to never feel small, you know, though I was, I am very small. And I think that um, growing up, even now with my brother, um, I, I've told a couple people this before, but um, he always kind of had my back, like no matter what. Um, he, he's not somebody who discourages anything. Like, um, we obviously do have our spats because we're siblings and I, I'm pretty sure I annoy the heck out of him because I am a lot <laughs> sometimes <laughs> and I want to talk all the time and he's the opposite. We're like polar opposites. But, um, I think that whenever I had like an issue where someone was looking at me like, Oh, well, you're a girl, you shouldn't do that. Cause I, I'm definitely the girl who's going to push that, you know, um, that boundary or I always kind of was, um, he would always kind of bang me up like, no, like you do what you got to do. And um, I, I, I almost feel like I always refer to us doing things backwards. You know, he was the one who graduated college first and did everything and never, ever once did he make me feel like less of or, or less than um, for having taken a, taken a different path. Because I think that, you know, either way, like he always kind of knew like, you got this, you know, it was cool to have um, a man like that in my corner. So um He's single. I'm just kidding. He's so <laughs> mad. <laughs> he's probably gonna be like, "Oh, mg." I think he can probably hear me right now, but uh, we'll talk about that. 
just if anybody if anybody's interested, we're taking resumes for him. We're gonna be doing some deep screening. He's gonna be like, I hate you. No, and maybe he can come in our episode where we talk about relationships. I don't. We'll talk about that one because I don't know if I want him to be on. I know, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, but definitely, I I was glad to have to have him in my corner. Um, and and feel like you know there are, there are dudes out there and other guys that I know that you know have definitely helped us. Even starting this podcast, Jesse and I were talking about like, hey, where do we go? Because I don't know very many people that have podcasts. So those that I do know are men. You know mm-hmm. that I can reach out to personally anyway. Um, and so you know the. Um, our friend who was helping us out initially, uh, Brendan, shout out to Brendan, Brendan boy. Um, he, he did, you know, a lot to help us out with it. And, um, so now, you know, cheer us on guys. We're, we're going to be on here trying to do it, um, ourselves, (laughs) YouTube, everything is going to be our BFF, but, um, cause we want to make sure that we, uh, stay on top of this. Right. And I think that's the, the other important thing that you touched on, right? Like, just like even supporting um, the females in your life, like the other females in your life. Um, and if you're a, a guy listening to our podcast, thank you, first of all. Uh, but yeah, just support the women in your life. Um, I think that sometimes you're right. We don't give credit to a lot of the people that are supporting us. And I think just anyone that has supported us, we really, 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 really want to thank you for like just being there for us, our friends, our family, uh, teachers, anyone that has really supported us and believed in us. Because I know that this is something that sometimes can be really hard. It's, um, I was telling one of my friends, like it just makes you feel a little bit vulnerable, right? Because you're putting yourself out there and um, your content. But other than that, I mean, I'm just saying like in general, just supporting one another. I think we're both like really grateful and thankful for the women that are in our lives that are very supportive of us, that text us to kind of check in on us, that, you know, like even like if something happened, like immediately just like, hey, is everything okay? Or how are you doing? Um, just that's really appreciated, I think, for, for both of us. So, yeah. Shout out to the Lady Tribe. Yes. Thank you, ladies. I think being an adult too, and in an adult friendship, like you, you look at things differently. I think, um, one of the things that I enjoy the most is watching my friends like grow, right. Mm -hmm. Just into like all of these things that like, you know, I have friends that say, I'm going to do this, or I want to do this. And then just like watching the process and, you know, como quien dice the glow up, (laughs) Um, (laughs) being able to be, uh, a witness to that because I think that there's nothing that I enjoy more than watching people in their element and and being able to do that with a friend or friends um Yessie and I recently got to go see her sister do a TEDx talk yeah um in McMinnville earlier this year and man like when I tell you like watching her up there I I couldn't even if I was emotional I was sitting in a row full of her family members like I'm sure that you know and I did look over a couple times and like see their dad and mom and cousins and everybody that was there to like kind of watch her and love on her like she killed it so she did um, definitely think we want to include the link to that talk because it's up on YouTube now um, so that you guys can check it out. Um, it's on mentoring, which maybe we'll have her on and talk about um, about that one of these days. Yeah, but even then, you're right. I mean, just like the love and support that we got from a lot of people, a lot of her friends, uh, that was great, right? I mean, like, I think she was like so surprised, like when she stepped out and she was like, whoa, like so many people are here. But even doing that, right? Like being able to do that for your friends and your family, show up, show up yeah. for them, right? I think that's one of the big takeaways from this. And just, you know, it doesn't have to be just a month. Celebrate all year the women in your lives, whoever it may be. Maybe it's a friend or maybe it's family. Maybe it's your girlfriend, whoever it may be. Just make sure that you celebrate them and thank them for all the little things that they have done for you. Um, and then also for you, kind of like thank yourself for all those amazing things that you do in your communities, in your homes, all those things or those hardships, like really acknowledge that you're also doing all those amazing things out there. So, yeah. The process. Yes, yeah. Definitely. All the ups and the downs, because especially in taking this project on, I want to say that like. I initially beat myself up so much for starting so late, but I was so glad that we did even do it when we did it because um, we were able to kind of like 
pick apart uh, things that, or pick and choose things that we wanted to add and take out and really make it our own. And um, I really enjoyed that. And I think that um, now that now that time feels like is all we have, um, I definitely want to be a little bit more active on our social and maybe highlight um, some of those women before, you know, not throughout the year, but like even more so right now that we want to talk about um, how it's Women's History Month. Um, women in our lives that we know that you know go check this person out go do this go do that because really like I not even just saying this but I feel like we know some pretty incredible mujeres right right just so you can check them out and get to know them <laughs> right and then but before we wrap up I know that last time we did like three of our favorite things um oh, I feel like I don't have three things but I could definitely talk about shows because yes. with this quarantine that has been sort of happening I've been watching a lot of tv <laughs> and oh, yeah. a lot of Netflix a lot of Disney plus I mean there's a lot of like like just things out there really really great things um one of the things that maybe you you this is probably one of your favorite ones because we talked a little bit about it was hentified oh, if yeah. you have not been able to watch hentified i would definitely highly recommend it um i think it touched on a lot of issues that uh that you know we think about but we don't really talk about right and it's mm -hmm. like a latino family um in southern california um who are trying to survive as their neighborhood is becoming gentrified right yeah, that's the right term yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry i'm like between hemp and then gentrified yeah. so um it's a really funny show it's like also again it's very emotional it just kind of has a little bit of everything right and yeah. i don't know if this is one of your shows too oh a thousand percent my mom and i actually binged it i want to say maybe like last month um we we literally one day we cleaned and then we just chilled and it was cool to watch it with her because you'll have to see it to to know what I'm talking about but there's a specific scene of a mom on the show um indulging in self-care for the very first time and I want you all to watch it because I kid you not I have this conversation with my mom all the time about how she just doesn't know how to chill and I'm sure if you have a mom similar to mine um you'll see that like it's really hard for moms in those positions to like take time for mm -hmm. themselves but i love that we were watching it and watching it together because then i looked at her and i was like yeah this you do need it um but it's a really cute scene if i find it um no, you know what? Go watch it because I actually heard about Hentified on a podcast that I listened to that I'll drop the name really quick. It's um Wait Hold Up uh podcast and it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, I believe. Um but I heard about this, I kid you not, maybe like a year or two ago and I was waiting for it, waiting for it. Boom, finally like Netflix says that they're going to have it on and that's why I binged it in an entire day. <laughs> yes. Because I had been waiting for it for so long, but that yeah. yes was one of my shows do you have anything else you're obsessed um with? yes um i finished on my block um oh. they're in season three i believe right mm -hmm. it is season three so. and yeah, yeah the, so they released it the last day that we had school <laughs> and i um i binge watched that um but it's a really great show uh it's just a lot of laughs and a lot of like just I, I think it keeps your mind off of a lot of things. So mm -hmm. if you haven't really watched that one, I would definitely recommend that. If you have a, a show that you want to recommend that comes up to your mind. I think that you touched on two shows that I would have recommended. Um, I'm, I'm not doing a ton of shows right now. I feel like because just in general, like in my regular life, I always, I'm always watching shows. So I want to take time to do things that I like don't normally do. So I'm definitely, I think what I'm looking for, is to finally actually listen to, I already listened to all of Bad Bunny's new album. Um, Yo hago lo que me da la gana. Obviously everybody's been on that. And there's, I feel like there's not a single song that I've skipped on that. Um, and, and I really love it, but I'm going to take time to listen to the rest of J Balvin's project and some other music. Um, I, there's a singer I love. Her name is Alex Isley, um, that I want to listen to all these, all this music that I feel like I haven't been able to. Um, so that's probably like my second thing that I'm going to really focus on during this time. Um, I'll still have to do school, but in between, I also know that I do, I picked up a book a long time ago and I remember posting it in my Instagram story. Um, but I never read it because then when you're in college, God dang, man, you have to read <laughs> so much and I it's know. not for leisure, but, um, I want to finish my book. Um, 
called uh the body keeps the score. Uh, I, um, I want to finish yes. that because I definitely, one of the things I told Jessica, I really wanted to talk about on, on an episode is um, my favorite study, the ACEs study. Um, yes. So uh, stay tuned. You'll hear all about that later, but I definitely want to finish reading that book so that I can kind of speak to it a little bit more. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, the last show that I have, and I don't know if you have watched it, it's it's based on a true story. Uh, it's called Self Made, and it's based on Ma- Madame C.J. Walker, which she's the first African-American that uh, she basically made herself a billionaire. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to say maybe this was like in the no, I want to say like early 1900s, maybe. She basically came up with a product um, to help uh, with um, with hair, uh, to grow hair and then just to keep it kind of nice and moisture. Um, and then she became a self-made millionaire from that. Um, and her products are still out and about. Yeah, at Sephora, yeah. In Ulta, maybe? Um, I don't know. I, I just saw them at Sephora, but um, yeah. yeah, I didn't even know much about her. And it's I, a, I think it's four episodes uh, and it okay. just basically walks you through her whole, whole life and like the obstacles that she had. But I mean, talking about like really powerful women, she was like pretty badass. Like even though people kept saying no to like um, getting her going with her products or even like putting them in their, I guess like their version of the 99 cent store at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, like she just kept pushing and kept pushing boundaries and it was at a time when like men made all the decisions and she was the first woman that really pushed a lot of the boundaries and um just even like the the results that she would get back from that and like men putting up a fight a little bit not trying to be supportive uh but she made it um and the whole story is really awesome i from beginning to end um so i think Again, maybe that's a good way to end it with that. She's that's a really great, great, yeah. And and I watched it with my mom in Spanish, and she loved it too. Um, so again, if you're looking for a show to watch, um, I would definitely highly recommend that one too. So yeah, I think that's that's it for today. We're in episode numero dos. Uh, so we again, we are so thankful for each and every one of you guys for. Um, you know, sitting with us through all of this and all the the anxieties that come with it, like with life in general at this point. But we hope that for a little bit, we were able to kind of maybe take your mind away from everything that's kind of happening. Um, and if you like us, share it with your friends, your family, uh, with your amigas. <laughs> we are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yay! I know, that's kind of awesome. We were excited about that prior to coming into uh, recording this second episode and again if you have any questions or if you have an idea of a topic that you would like to hear uh, here on the podcast feel free to email us at amigas number four wellness at gmail.com so amigas for wellness at gmail.com and on that note Muchas Bye. gracias. Bye. <laughs> we love you guys. And I we hope to see you or, or that you guys will hear us soonish again. So <laughs> take care. Adios. Bye.